Word for today, a ministry of Living Word Lutheran Church in Egan, Minnesota. It is our prayer that the message from God's Holy Word would bring a new and deeper love for Jesus in your life. Hello, and welcome to God's Word for Today, a radio broadcast ministry of Living Word Lutheran Church in Egan, Minnesota. My name is Mikey Meester, and I am Pastoral Assistant at Living Word and I have the pleasure of bringing God's Word to you today. Our sermon text today comes from Luke chapter 12, verses 25 through 31, reading in God's name. And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to his span of life? If then you are not able to do as small a thing as that, why are you anxious about the rest? Consider the lilies, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass which is alive in the field today and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, how much more will he clothe you, O you with little faith? And do not seek what you are to eat and what you are to drink, nor be worried. For all the nations of the world seek after these things, and your Father knows that you need them. Instead, seek his kingdom, and these things will be added to you. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your holy and precious word. I pray that today, as we listen to your word, that you would empty us of all distractions, that we may focus on the truth that is being proclaimed. I pray that you would fill me with your Holy Spirit, that I may rightly proclaim your gospel. I pray this in Jesus' holy and precious name. Amen. Every day, something goes wrong. It seems to be just a fact of life living in this sinful world. Sure, some days can seem pretty bump-free, but eventually something always comes up. Perhaps you or a family member gets sick. Maybe you find out your health insurance didn't cover a procedure that you just had. Perhaps you get a special assessment bill in the mail, or you get in a car accident. Or maybe you just mess up on the dinner you were making. Eventually, something always goes wrong. And if you're anything like me, as soon as that something goes wrong, you are immediately trying to figure out how to fix the problem. But often that trying to fix the problem turns into a problem on its own. Suddenly you become engulfed in worry and anxiety about this problem every waking moment. Because these larger problems, they often boil down to create very basic problems. Especially when the problems involve money or paying for something, suddenly you begin to ask yourself, how am I going to pay for this? With these expenses, how will I pay for groceries or gas? How will I pay for my mortgage or my rent? Many of the questions boil down to questions about the basic necessities of life. And we begin to be anxious about our everyday needs. And this is a natural response. These are things that we need. We need to feed our kids and provide a roof over their heads. We need these basic things to live. And it seems only right that we worry. But even as it seems right that we worry, 
Often these worries and anxieties eat us up on the inside and consume our lives, often with seemingly no way out. But today in our text, Jesus recognizes our struggle with these worries for necessities, and he provides us with words of comfort. But he does this in kind of a strange way. First, Jesus approaches this subject by telling us something that seems rather crazy and counterproductive. He tells us not to seek necessities or to even worry about them. But then he goes on to explain that the reason we shouldn't worry about these things is because our worry truly does nothing to solve the problem. And finally, he gives us word of comfort by telling us that even as we cannot solve the problems, God can and does. But first, let us return to what is perhaps the most shocking statement that Jesus makes in our text today. In verse 29, Jesus says, Do not seek what you are to eat and what you are to drink, nor be worried. Now, when we first hear this statement, we might be confused. What do you mean, don't seek what I'm supposed to eat and drink? How am I supposed to live? And if I don't have food and drink, shouldn't I worry? Well, Jesus' words are indeed confusing at first, until we understand why Jesus is saying this. Just before our text today, Jesus told a parable. He said, The land of a rich man produced plentifully, and he thought to himself, What shall I do, for I have nowhere to store my crops? And he said, I will do this. I will tear down my barns and build larger ones, and there I will store all my grain and my goods. And I will say to my soul, Soul, you have ample goods laid up for many years. Relax, eat, drink, be merry. But God said to him, Fool, this night your soul is required of you, and the things you have prepared, whose will they be? So is the one who lays up treasure for himself and is not rich toward God. In this parable, the problem of the rich man is not that he was rich or that he had a lot of crops. His problem was that he was trusting in his crops to provide him with years of food and drink instead of trusting in God. This man was so busy working to provide himself with the things he needed that he spent no time looking to and trusting in God. And when the time came for him to die, all that he worked for in life was put to waste. And it is with this mindset that Jesus now tells us not to seek what we are going to eat or drink. Jesus isn't telling us to just sit in one spot hoping that food will fall from the sky. No, certainly we can go to work and buy food for ourselves and our families. God has called us to provide for ourselves and our families. What Jesus is saying to us today is that when it comes to any of our needs, even the necessities, we should not drive ourselves to worry and anxiety trying to figure out how we are going to provide food and shelter. Jesus wants us to trust that God will provide us with those things. This all boils down to a matter of trust. Jesus wants to know, who are you entrusting your life to?
God, or yourself. And what Jesus asserts here by telling us not to seek food or drink is that we should be trusting God for these things, not ourselves. For as Jesus goes on to show, trusting solely in ourselves to provide what we need ultimately doesn't work out. And Jesus shows us this by having us look truthfully at our lives and at the experiences we have all had with anxiously trying to figure out out how we can solve our problems. And he does so through a question. And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to his lifespan? This is a very realistic question. And Jesus asks this in order to bring us out of this fantasy that we have, that if we just work hard enough, we can solve any of our problems. How many of us, after lying awake all night, anxiously going over and over our problems in our heads, have ever accomplished anything more than we would have if we hadn't been thinking anxiously? Does, God, does anxiously going over a problem in your head make the problem better? I can tell you that that has not happened to me. All I have ended up with when I've done this is a headache and more anxiety. And this is what Jesus wants to show us. If our anxious worrying can't even do as simple as thing as add a mere hour to our lives, how can it accomplish anything else? And Jesus' point is, it can't. Anxiously worrying about our problems, even our really difficult problems, does nothing except drive us further away from God as we try to find out how we can make things better. But Jesus doesn't want us to just stop worrying as if that will make things better. Everything I have told you so far, you can read in any secular book. You shouldn't worry. Stop worrying. Worrying doesn't do any good. There are songs about this. There's the old song, Kay, Sarah, Sarah, whatever will be, will be. And there's the Beatles, Let It Be. There's the song, Don't Worry, Be Happy. These are basic, common things that we find all throughout the secular world. And they're true, for the most part. See, Jesus doesn't want us to just stop at not worrying. He doesn't say, don't worry and you're done. No, because if we don't put our trust in God, we will always eventually worry, no matter how hard we try to stop. It is only once we place our trust in God that our worries and anxieties will begin to dissipate. We will certainly still have problems. God never promised that as Christians we would live a problem-free life. In fact, he promised the opposite. God has told us to expect problems and persecutions. But during those problems and persecutions, when we trust in Jesus, we will have no need 
to be anxious. Because as Jesus tells us, the Father knows everything that we need. God knows all of our needs. He knows about your bills and your insurance problems. He knows that you need to feed your family and provide a roof over your head. And not only does he know about these things, but he cares about them. And to show how much he cares, Jesus directs us to the plants. In verse 28, Jesus says, But if God so clothes the grass which is alive in the field today, and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, how much more will he clothe you? Now perhaps a a better analogy for our time would be that the grass is mowed instead of thrown into the oven. But the picture is still the same. God provides for the grass. He gives it everything it needs to survive and grow. He gives it sunlight, soil, and rain. And yet, all that happens to the grass is it gets mowed down once a week. If God cares and provides so much for the grass, how much more will he care and provide for you? who was made in His image. In fact, God cares so much for you that He sent His only Son to die for you, that your soul might be saved from sin, that it might be saved from the prospect of eternal torture and damnation in hell, that you could spend eternity living with your Creator, God didn't send his son to die for the grass or the trees or even the animals. No. He sent his son to die for you. And if God cares that much about your soul, certainly he cares about your physical needs as well. All he wants is for us to rest in his care. And that is what Jesus is teaching us in our text today. Yes, Jesus was very blunt and honest today. And Jesus said some things that might be considered strange at first. But he said these things because he cares about you. And he longs for you to be free from the anxieties that come from always looking to yourself for the answers. And so today, if there are problems weighing on you, even if it is wondering where the necessities of life are going to come from, I want you to know that you do not need to take on the weight of responsibility for solving these problems. The God of the universe knows exactly what your problems are. He knows exactly what you need. And he has everything all figured out. And he wants you to trust his plan. 
He wants you to turn to Him. He wants you to trust Him. He wants you to spend your days seeking Him and His will for you. And if you do, your anxieties will begin to melt away, knowing that He is in control and that all of your needs will be met in Him. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank You so much that You have blessed us with this amazing gift that you care about our problems, that you care about the things that weigh heavenly on our hearts and minds. And Lord, it can be so easy to just get caught up, caught up in all of our problems, feeling drowning, trying to figure out how we're going to make all this work out. So thank you, Lord, for reaching down. And grabbing us out of the despair and the whirlpool of anxieties. Thank you that we can cling to you, that we can trust in you. Thank you that you care so much for us and for our soul that you sent your only son, Jesus Christ, to die for us. And I pray, Lord, today that if anyone out there is burdened by the problems of their lives, that they would trust you. I pray that they would trust you, that they would have faith in you, that your Holy Spirit would ignite faith in them, that they might trust that you love them, and that they might know that even though they don't know the future, you do. And you have a plan for their lives. Thank you, Lord, for those wonderful blessings and gifts that you've given us through your only Son, Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, I want to thank you all for listening. It's a wonderful blessing to hear some of the feedback that you all send in about our services. And I praise God that we can help to feed you his word each and every week. If you would like to come and visit Living Word in person, we're located at 4300 Nichols Road in Egan, Minnesota. We have adult Sunday school starting at 9 a.m. every Sunday morning. We also have Sunday school for the youth and for the children. And coming this fall, we might be starting up another Sunday school for young adults. Services start at 1030 and last for about an hour. We would love to see you here. We would love to see your faces and have the ability to share in God's good word with you. Until I speak to you again, I wish you many blessings. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to God's word for today. If you're impacted by the message you've heard, please consider donating to the Ministry of Living Word Lutheran Church by visiting www.livingwordaflc.org.